This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Innal hamdalillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh. Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu. يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد الله سبحانه وتعالى in the Quran has mentioned various characteristics of the pious people and the believers Right at the beginning of the Qur'an, in second surah, in surah al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the mention of some of the outstanding qualities and the characteristics of the muttaqeen and the pious. Likewise, in surah Ali Imran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Allah says about the paradise, that paradise has been prepared for the muttaqeen, for those who have the piety and taqwa, and the consciousness of Allah within their hearts. And then in the following two verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the mention of their characteristics. Likewise, in Surah Al-Furqan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the mention of number of characteristics of the believers. And each time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the mention of certain characteristics of the believer, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions them with a particular title. In Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah said, Muttaqeen. In Surah Al-Imran, likewise, Muttaqeen. We probably think the person of taqwa is someone who does not commit a sin, someone who is always in the masjid, someone who never ever does anything wrong, and someone who is very close to Allah, Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has clearly mentioned in the Qur'an that every believer is muttaqi and every believer is required to be muttaqi. And those who have the piety and the taqwa and the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their hearts, they are the ones who are given another title in Surah Al-Furqan. And this particular title is so important that the scholars have written books on this particular title. Because in Surah Al-Furqan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this title and then he gave some characteristics of these believers. And the title is Ibadur Rahman. Ibadur Rahman. The slaves of the most merciful. Obviously, everyone, every one of us, we are the servants of Allah. Even those who do not believe in Allah, they are also slaves of Allah. Whether they accept or they do not accept. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given certain people this particular 
title Ibadur Rahman the slaves or special servants of the most merciful and I would highly recommend every one of you to go back today and pick up the copy of the Quran, go through the translation of these final verses of Surah Al-Furqan. And one of the characteristics that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned amongst many other characteristics is وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِاللَّغْوِ مَرُّوا كِرَامًا One of their qualities is that whenever they pass by anything that is vain, useless, meaningless, something that is not of any benefit to them in this dunya or for the hereafter, marru kirama. They pass calmly with respect and honor and they try to protect their own respect and honor and esteem. And the word love in this particular ayah is mentioned, marru Love is something that is not of any benefit for you in this dunya, or something that is not benefit for you, something that is not of any benefit for yourself, for you hereafter. It's not only this, rather love is something that actually damages your heart and your soul, and it damages your spirituality without you realizing. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has encouraged us in the Quran that we must refrain and stay away from love, anything that is not of any benefit for us. As we all know that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has encouraged us in many ahadith that we must make the best usage of every single moment of our life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this life in order for us to work for our hereafter. So the true believer is the one who does not waste his time and he does not waste his time in useless talk, in vain talk, in something that is not of any benefit for him. And this is something, if a person does not refrain from love, he loses the taste of his worship, he stands before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he does not feel any tranquility, any khushu in his salah. And this is probably the case with many of us. We offer our salah, we establish our five daily prayers. Many of us, we find it very difficult to get up and to offer the salah. And we find it very difficult to pray five times a day. Whereas the Prophet ﷺ used to say, جُعِلَتْ قُرَّةُ عَيْنِ فِي Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed the coolness of my eyes in the salah. He ﷺ used to say to Bilal radiallahu ta'ala, أَرِحْنَا بِالصَّلَاةِ يَا Bilal. Bilal get up and call the adhan so that we can offer the salah and we can find the peace and tranquility in our salah. The Sahaba Ridwanullahi al-Majma'een, they say that the Prophet ﷺ, whenever he would be afflicted by any hardship and calamity, he ﷺ, straight away he would get up and he would start offering the salah. But for us, unfortunately, salah is probably the most difficult thing. And one of the reasons that we find the salah very heavy on us, because whenever we stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we do not find our heart melting or trembled 
and we do not find any khushu in our salah. And one of the reasons, one of the reasons for not having khushu in the salah is that when we are outside the masjid, in our daily routine, we waste our time in useless matters. Things that do not matter us. What has happened in that part of the world? What is taking place there? What is taking place here? What is it going to benefit you? In terms of your dunya as well as in your hereafter. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala named a surah in the Quran called Surah Al-Mu'minun. Al-Mu'minun. The believers. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala began the surah saying, Qad al-mu'minun. Verily the believers are successful. And in this particular surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave his slaves, his servants, this particular title, al-mu'minun. And then he mentioned number of characteristics. As he said at the beginning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whenever he makes the mention of certain characteristics of the believers, he mentions, he subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them a particular title. And in this surah, Allah gave them, the, Allah gave them the title, Al-Mu'minun, the true believers. And then in the following verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the mention of their characteristics. Beginning with the first one, Al-Ladheena hum fi salatihim khashi'oon. The true believers, those who are successful are those, Al-Ladheena hum fi salatihim khashi'oon, those who have khushu' in their salah. Allah did not say those who establish their five daily prayers, those who are regular in their five daily prayers. Whereas in most of the places in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the word, establish the prayer, those who establish the prayer. But here in this particular passage of the Quran, Allah did not say, those who are the establisher of the five daily prayers. Rather he said, successful are the believers, those who have khushu in their salah. And then, generally when we read the ayat of the Quran, we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned zakah straight after salah. Because salah, pray and zakah go hand in hand, together. Salah is something that is between you and Allah and zakat is something that is between you and the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there are many benefits. So in this, in this particular passage of the Quran, after making the mention of the salah, in a different term, those who have khushu in their salah, Allah did not say in the following verse, those who give zakah. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the mention of another characteristic that is very important, that is directly linked to their khushu, directly linked to the first characteristic. Which is Successful are the believers who have khushu in their salah and those who turn away from laghv, who stay away from laghv, who refrain from laghv, vain talks, useless matters, things that do not benefit them. And the scholars have said, the reason or probably the wisdom behind highlighting this characteristic here is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to teach us a lesson that if you truly want to be successful, then you must have khushu in your salah. And in order for you to have khushu in your salah, you must safeguard your tongue. Look at your actions. 
Do not get involved in the matters that do not concern you. That is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, مِنْ حُسْنِ إِسْلَامِ الْمَرْءِ تَرْكُهُ مَا لَا يَعْنِي From the beauty and the perfection of the Islam of a person is that he abandons and he stays away and he leaves and he gives up the matters that do not concern him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He dhul jalal ikram gives us tawfiq and ability to rectify our mistakes and, and to improve our akhlaq because akhlaq has direct link to our worship. Worshipping Allah dhul jalali wal ikram is can be of benefit if your akhlaq is good. And in order for us to perfect our akhlaq, we must follow the teachings and the sunnah of our beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he dhul jalali ikram gives us tawfiq and ability to understand our religion and to, und- and, and to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Innahu sami'un qareeb. إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا شهد لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد. The scholars have said that one of the reasons that the person is always involved in the matter, the person is always involved in the matters that do not concern him, is that the person does not concentrate on his hereafter, and the person has forgotten. His own death, he has forgotten the life of uh, uh, the life in his grave, and the person has forgotten the day of judgment. If you were to remember and to remind yourself all the time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to question you on the day of judgment about every single moment that you have been given in this dunya, and Allah will be asking you, What did you do with your time? What did you do with your energy that Allah gave you? What did you do with your skills? What did you do with the knowledge? What did you with what did you do with your intellect that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed you with? Then if you are to focus on these things, you will never ever get involved in the matters that do not concern you. Your focus will be on the matters that are of benefit for yourself, for the people around you, and the matters that are of benefit for you hereafter. That is why one of the ways of staying away from laghv is to always remind yourself of the last moment of your life. When you are going to encounter the angel of death, when you will be regretting, now you are in the state of good health, you do not, re- you do not realize but. When you see the angel of death, you will be, you will be regretting. And you will wish that if only Allah gives you one single moment so that you can do another good deed. Another good deed. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna ajalallahi idha ja la yu'akhar. Whenever the prescribed time, or the set time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said for every one of us, when that kind, when that time comes, it is never delayed. It is never delayed. So we must make the best usage of our time. We must make the best usage of our skills. We must make the best usage of our, our intellect and whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with. And we must refrain from love.
Because this is crucial in order to improve our akhlaq and in order to improve our akhlaq we must follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And if you focus on improving our akhlaq we'll find the tranquility and the taste and the sweetness in our worship whenever we stand before Allah Jalali with ikram. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability to understand our religion and to follow the footsteps of our beloved Prophet Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu daslima. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammad. Kama sallayta ala Ibrahima wa ala ali Ibrahima innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma barik ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammad. Kama barakta ala Ibrahima wa ala ali Ibrahima innaka hamidun majid. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم أذهب البأس رب الناس واشف انت الشافي لا شفاء إلا شفاءك شفاء لا يغادر سقما اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصل اللهم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمع. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.